Hello and welcome to Rick's Martini Bar. It's Jerry McCarty here with no Rick Farmelo or Amanda Raymond, but we got the next best thing live from Detroit, Michigan, where it's kind of late right now. Brad Savage. Say hello, Brad. Hello, everybody. And uh, in addition to being the editor of the McCarty Metro at McCartyMetro.com, where you can get these podcasts or go to the iTunes store, Brad has been a uh, staple to Detroit music, both as a disc jockey and a uh, recording artist. So uh, uh, Brad's an authority on music, and we're going to talk today about television stars who later, who came out with hit records. And uh, the example that I gave Brad was David Soule, who uh, who had the, uh, what was his song, Brad? Was that uh, Don't Give Up On Us, Baby? Don't Give Up On Me, Baby. Yeah, that's right. David Soule came out with that song. And, uh, and and he was a member of Starsky and Hutch, right? And he was Starsky and Hutch, right? He was Hutch. And uh, he wore the sweater. And, yeah, so he came out with that song. And I actually remember him singing that on American Bandstand. And uh, so, anyway, he's like the uh, – but we're not looking for quantity because I'm sure that if they did this, Brad, my guess is that Hannah Montana is the best-selling television star ever, Right. And who's this Hannah Montana you speak about? <laughs> Miley Cyrus. I grew up in the 60s and 70s. Ah, that's what I'm talking about. And in the 60s and 70s, you didn't even have to be able to sing, and they would give you a, a TV or a, a record like uh, Shatner, right? <laughs> Shatner and his uh, Rocket Man. <laughs> <laughs> Rocket Man. <laughs> I'll be as high as a kite by then. Rocket Man. Um, and, uh, so anyway, so let's talk, Brad, go ahead. You give me your, we'll, we'll talk about our best ones and then we'll, we'll, we'll talk about other ones after that. So go ahead, okay. Brad. Well, when I heard about the topic and I didn't, I didn't proof this with you first, so you can get into my face right away. That's the right. monkeys. Oh, all four of the monkeys. I, I actually think that that qualifies. Now, um, I actually did talk to Rick. Rick Farmelo's in Oregon doing some, he's working on a film up there. But I did talk to him over the phone on this topic. And uh, he said he wouldn't count the monkeys. But I do know that when the monkeys first came on, they were not supposed to play instruments. They were, you know, they were going to try to use their vocals. But they were not going to be the band. They had the Wrecking Crew, which was a 60s band in LA that was going to do all the the heavy lifting and they would just they wanted Davy Jones to do all the singing but as uh-huh. you know their best song I'm a believer the singer is Mickey Dolenz so yeah. I'm going to go with you and say that I would I would say they qualify and I like it but it doesn't beat mine cuz mine is uh, the ultimate TV star who became okay. a singer okay go for it Rick Nelson, who started out on Ozzy and Harriet when he was little, little, and later could play the guitar, so they let him sing, and then he started singing on the show. 
sold a ton of records. And then uh, my one of my favorite songs of all time, Garden Party, which is like... Oh, you got to love the Garden Party. Oh, the story of the... Uh, <laughs> at that time, Rick Nelson had long hair and was trying to sing kind of hippie songs and everybody wanted him to sing the old stuff and uh, you can't please I, everyone I, I, so you got to please yourself yeah i tell you what i i didn't even think of ricky nelson but you hit it on the head there uh, there jerry well thanks good- but guess what we're up against our first break so when we come back we are going to talk about some other ones because there's lots of other great ones which we haven't talked about, but we will right after this message at Rick's Martini Bar. Swing on down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste All right, welcome back to Rick's Martini Bar. This is Brad Savage with Jerry McCarty, and we're talking about music. That's right, and uh, we're talking about singers that are television stars that later became singers, and uh, we're going to kind of go back and forth until somebody runs out of someone to say, and uh, that person is going to be Brad Savage, because he right. has a great knowledge of, uh, of music, not as good of a television knowledge as me. So I'm going to go with one of my favorites, and I'm going to talk quality here, too. I'm going to talk quality, is... Eddie Murphy, my girl likes to party all the time. Party all the time. Party all the time. Party all the time. <laughs> but Eddie Murphy, big star on Saturday Night Live back then, came out with a with a dance disco R and B song called "My Girl Likes to Party All the Time." Look it up. Yeah, no, good. Uh, actually, I, I actually like that song. Believe it or not, but I'm going to go to the to the ultimate sex god. Of the 70s. And this is from General Hospital, my friend. We're Ooh. talking Rick Springfield. Dr. Noah Drake from General oh, Hospital. Oh, Noah Drake singing <laughs> Jesse's Girl. Ooh. Yeah. He came out with a few songs after that. Um, the Human Touch. What was a, we used to play a couple of those songs. I can't remember what, what else we liked of his. But he had a couple songs that were good. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, but uh, Jesse's Girl was the big one. Oh, yeah, know? Jesse's Girl was a big one. And he had, it was yeah. like video time when he looked uh, he looked good. He could make the videos, and I'm a working-class dog. That was his uh, working-class dog was his album back then. Okay, um, but you know what? You can do your sex symbol all you want because I'm going to go with um, another 70s. See, in the 70s, everybody made an album. Or made a record. And at the same time, after David Soul made Don't Give Up on Its Baby, this guy came out with a song called Letter In. Do you know what I'm talking about? Give me clue number two. <laughs> His name was Vinny Barbarino, John Travolta. Ah. You better let him in. Let her in. And oh, then, let her in. I thought you said let her rip. No, let her in. You got to let, let her, her in. Let her in. <laughs> and then after, let her in my mailbox. <laughs> and then after that, he did Grease and had tons of uh, Grease Lightning and Summer Lovin'. And uh, we were singing a couple of those karaoke a few weeks ago, if you remember correctly, Brad. When I was in uh, we Detroit, was. We, uh, we sang a few of those. 
So uh, he was gold grease like. <laughs> so that's uh, that's mine there, um, John Travolta. Also a free. All right. Well, what I'm going to do is, if we still have time in this segment, Jerry, we do. We do. <clears throat> is I'm going to go for two quick ones, which means you're going to have to come back with two quick ones. Okay. So I'm going to go with the great John Belushi. And Dan Aykroyd. Oh, the Blues, the blues Brothers. A duo. Saturday Night Live. Going to Blues. Yes, a yes, yes. Duo. I like it. Okay, that means i got to come back with... Uh, and I, I actually saw... Do you remember I went and saw the Blues Brothers in concert? They actually toured. Yep. Yeah, uh, after that. And we went to the... We, I think we went to the premiere of the Blues Brothers movie, you and I, didn't we? Mm-hmm. When that thing first came out in Detroit, when it premiered in Detroit the first day. And uh, um, uh, just a little fun fact to know about that film is the keyboard player in the movie, the Blues Brothers movie, was who's the guy, Murph, Murph and the Murph Tones. <laughs> that guy, remember that? But, but yeah. do you know yeah. who the keyboard player was on the record on the album Paul the Shiv Paul Schaefer and Paul the uh, Shiv a little uh, a little un- a little known fact here is that Paul Schaefer actually they wanted him for that movie and uh he had told Gilda Radner that he would do her pl- she was doing a Broadway thing that he uh-huh. was doing and so he did not go to the movie and uh, him and Belushi never spoke after that. Really? Major, and you know, Belushi died. Wow. But that was like a major uh, betrayal he felt was Belushi felt that when Paul Schaefer gave up, uh, chose Gilda over him, that that was a uh, major betrayal and they never had the same relationship afterwards. Okay, so I got to come up with two. And then we got to take a break. But I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm going to come up with two good ones. And I'm going to go, since you were on Saturday Night Live, and I, I can't think of a duo, but since you said Saturday Night Live, and you got to give me this. Just go bang, bang. Because he was a, uh, a, a, a Saturday Night Live guest. Great song. Might have been number one, even. Steve Martin, King Tut. King Tut. Did <laughs> <laughs> you just do for, the monkey? Just, just for the listeners out there, while Jerry was doing his setup, I was doing the King <laughs> Tut uh, dance in the uh, video screen that we see each other in. Okay, so uh, so anyway, so that's my uh, my one of your two is going to be uh, Steve Martin doing King Tut, and. Uh, for my second one, I'm going to go to a person that played a private detective. Go into Joe Hardy, which was Sean Cassidy, who started out being uh, being Joe Hardy on the Hardy Boys mysteries, and then came up with a uh, a uh, uh, recording career that included "They Do Run Run," "Hey Deanie," and "That's Rock and Roll." So uh, anyway, Absolutely. those those are my songs. He did not write, <laughs> <laughs> but he like wore really tight white pants and shook his butt to him. So uh, yeah. I'm going with Sean Cassidy, and yeah. uh, and uh, that may give Brad a hint for one for the next segment. But we will be right back after this message at Rick's Martini Bar. 
Hey, this is Peggy Lipton from the Mod Squad. We're back at Rick's Martini Bar. That's right. And uh, we are talking about actors who later released an album. And uh, Peggy Lipton, I don't believe, ever did release a did, song. Did I sound like Peggy Lipton? Uh, that's good. You do a great Peggy Lipton. I mean, that, I did my Suzanne Plush, Plush uh, <laughs> impression. But They're close. They're I thought close. it would work for Peggy Lipton. Okay. All right. Well, you gave me this slam dunk, Jerry. I'm going to say. I just got to recap for those just. Tuning oh, in on whatever station you're listening to. It's the best station. And uh, you can get... T- Brad, where where can they... If people want to download our old podcast, because there's some gold there. There's some gold on this old podcast. How would you get that? Well, well, we are in the iTunes store. Just, uh, just search for Rick's Martini Bar. You'll get all the old stuff. But definitely, please go to www.mccartymetro.com. And you can see that plus... Much, much more from our website. And if you click on the Amazon banner and buy stuff, we get a tiny little piece and Brad can uh, get a better microphone. So, the <laughs> no, it sounds great, Brad. Awesome. The, <laughs> yeah, thank, thank the, uh, but, yeah, click on I, I, just, I just bought some some uh, some toner for my printer. Did you really? And I clicked on the link from the Rick's Martini Bar on the McCarty Metro. All right. And I'm sure somewhere down the line we're going to get a little action. Cool. Keep us in vermouth. <laughs> Anyway, the uh, so we, we were talking about TV stars that recorded songs that had hit songs, and uh, we've, we recap who who all do we have so far. We started off with uh, the Monkees, then we went to uh, um, Ricky Nelson, and then we talked some uh, John Travolta, Rick Springfield. We've been talking a lot of them, the Blues Brothers, and Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy, a lot of good ones. So, uh, Brad, it's uh, you're up. Well, you went to the uh, the Sean Cassidy, so I'm going to take the uh, the Big Brother. I'm going to take David Cassidy, who was basically an actor from the Partridge family, and also did. So that's kind of like the Monkey Syndrome. Right. They were supposed to be a band, but I think he, I, I think they underestimated how successful he would be in the Partridge family. There's some good songs there. Really, are some. Uh, some good Partridge Family songs. I think I love you. One of my favorites. And uh, I think I love you. Yeah. So those were were uh, definitely some good ones. We did an episode on cars, and you mentioned uh, Dukes of Hazard. John Schneider had a little country western career after after uh, who was I can't remember if he was Bo. I think he was Bo Duke, right? He was Bo Duke. I believe he was Bo. And uh, he actually had a country western uh, career after the Dukes of Hazzard was uh, canceled. So I'm going to go with John Schneider. Okay. I'm actually going to go with probably the best singer from a television show. Okay. Did Schneider from One Day at a Time have to record a song? (laughs) (laughs) And that is, and you're going to say, you're going to give me some props on this. You're going to say props, Brad. Jamie Foxx. Oh, good call. Living Color. Jamie Foxx. Yeah, in Living Color. And Jamie Foxx, and he's had a... uh, he had a couple songs. One of my favorite puts a f- favorite song of his with the uh, gosh. Well, he did the the entire uh, the uh, Ray thing, yeah. The, the, the Ray, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Ray Charles. 
Uh, speaking of Ray Charles, we did do Shake a Tail Feather over at the uh, <laughs> yeah, we tied in. Gate, Good call. We? we tied in two of them. Blue, <laughs> we tied in uh, <laughs> Jimmy Fox and the Blues Brothers. Good, good, good. good. Right. Okay, so you're, you're going to go with that you're one. Stalling, my friend. You're stalling. I'm not stalling because I got all the time in the world. This person actually <laughs> won a Grammy for this song. And I remember when she got the Grammy. And it was actually presented to her by Carol Burnett because Vicki Lawrence actually recorded when the nights the, the, nights the night the lights went out in Georgia. Out in Georgia, and very she, good. It was a uh, hit song for her after she was on the Carol Burnett show as a. Uh, Lyle Wagner never came out with anything. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Harvey Corman, not so much. But he could make Tim Conway laugh. Or no, Tim Conway <laughs> used to make Harvey Corman laugh. <laughs> that was the. Yeah. I'm going to go with a uh, somebody that did some definite uh, little uh, uh, little TV bit appearances, but also in the movies as well. But I am going to go with Tim Curry. Tim Curry who was in Rocky Horror Picture Show, uh-huh. but also had some uh, some TV uh, guest appearances before that, and also did a song called "I Do the Rock." I am going to uh, um, reject that one because Tim. You're Curry, rejecting me. I'm rejecting you on Tim Curry because I do not believe that he counts as a TV star. Okay. Well, we're, we're way past our time, so you didn't really need Oh, to, are we? And you we, just gave we, up? We didn't, we didn't need to come up with anybody else for you. I just wanted to make you sweat that out. We ran out of time about two people ago. But I still have... <laughs> it's good. totally cut off. I still have Bobby Sherman. I could have said Bobby Sherman from uh, uh, Here Come the Brides, um, who had a uh, hit, a couple of hit songs. And, and I could have said Ed Sullivan. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, I believe Legal from the Banana Splits had a hit song <laughs> at some point. <laughs> or maybe it was Drooper. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, we are at the end of our time. And uh, we want to thank you for joining us at Rick's Martini Bar. And I want to thank the great Brad Savage for joining us and filling in for Rick and Amanda Brad, exemplary job. and Thank uh, you for having me. And Eric. great job and uh, good job of coming up with uh, all those people that uh, with the hit, hit songs. They got cut off on your editing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, we will see you next week. So please join us again at Rick's Martini Bar. Cheers, Brad. Let's Cheers. Good taste.